Blog Talk Radio. you're going through is not in vain you're coming out a fighter 
and you're fighting the good fight of faith. This is Angela Joy, and I'm here tonight with you, Sunday, 7-23-23, and that is an awesome thing. We're here again uh, to just thank God for what he's doing and what he's about to do. Well, this is Angela Joy from Georgia, and um, glad you're here with me tonight. If you're listening by Internet and you want to call in, the number is 319-527-6027. And uh, you can text at uh, the other number, which is, I'll have to bring that up. It is, uh-oh, I lost it. <laughs> I don't remember it. I'll give it to you in just a minute. I'm glad you all are here tonight. Um, God is good. He's always good. And... Um, we're just glad that he is good because sometimes if we didn't have the good God that we have, we'd be in some serious trouble. And uh, it's uh, it's just a privilege and an honor to serve this awesome, awesome God we have. Well, I hope everyone is doing great tonight. I hope that you are, you know, pressed on through the weekend. Hopefully you had a good weekend and um, you were able to enjoy some things that God is you know, bringing forth in your life. And even if you're not, you're still here and you can see and witness what he's about to do because he's going to do something. He is doing something. Why, just like that song said, you know, we're a fighter. We are believing God that what we're going through is going to uh, bring us through on the other side, even though it might seem like we're going through the fire. We're a fighter and we're coming out. So if you want to text in and let me know you're there, it's at 214-505-8719. That's 214-505-8719. Well, thank you so much for what you're doing, um, you know, with with us tonight, being a part, praying with us, believing and standing in the gap with those who are calling in, and I look forward to talking to you. You know, in reference to... um, that song, uh, I was uh, been looking at this scripture, and I'm going to go ahead and read it. You know, because we are fighters. We're fighting the good fight of faith. But guess what? We're not fighting alone. We have a cloud of witnesses who are actually there believing and, in you know, encouraging us to move on into the things that God has called us to. So I'm telling you, uh, That's so encouraging because we're not alone. We have never been alone. You know, the Word of God tells us that he will not leave or forsake us. He is with us. And so um, just reading this to start out with in Hebrews 12, 1 through 6, wherefore seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doeth Uh, so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Yes, we are walking this thing out by faith because we are in a fight, but we are in a good fight of faith, and faith prevails. It lets us know he is the author and the finisher of our faith. Uh, Jesus is, who for the joy 
that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest ye be wearied and faint in your minds. You know, we can take things into our mind and we can try to absorb the the things that we're going through and process the things that we are going through and try to analyze it and try to figure it out. But you know what? We can't figure it out. So we basically just need to lay it aside. That's a heavy weight. That's something that we're carrying that God has already instructed us not to. Don't carry the weight. You're not designed for that. You are to lay aside every weight, and you're to just consider what God has already done through Jesus, his son, dying on the cross, being resurrected from the dead, and is now seated at the right hand of the Father. That was enough for us to lay aside the weight, to know that God has already made it available to us through the blood. The benefits of the blood is to lay aside the weight, that we don't have to carry these things in us. We don't have to have a mindset that's bogged down in what we got to do, what's going on. We can lay aside the weight. Why? Because it'll trip you up. It'll cause you to walk in fear sometimes and not faith. And you can't walk in faith and fear at the same time. And then it goes on to say, for, uh, let's see, uh, let's see where we are. where are we. Number four, ye have not yet resisted unto blood, striving against sin, and ye have forgotten the exhortation. We are to exhort him. And um, we are to carry this thing out believing by faith that what was done is already finished. It's done. So we fight this good fight of faith, and how are we going to do that? Hallelujah. Well, glad you asked. Because in Ephesians 6, it says, Finally, my brethren, 6 and 10, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. You know, I dealt with a situation this week, um, and it was it was a little bit eerie, to be honest with you. Um, I knew I was dealing with a spirit, and the spirit was a bold spirit. It is a bold spirit. And it just looked to me right in the eye with a, a a look that I'm believing the enemy wanted to intimidate me, to intimidate me in making me believe that what God had given me to operate in through the spirit was not enough and that it had the ability to try to sway me to believing that I was less than God said and has said and is saying that I am. And when the enemy comes in like that, I mean, it's almost like he's, and I've dealt with it before, and I wasn't quite where I am right now. So I began to, like, question, you know, what was being said when I know I said something, but the person had twisted it to the point 
where you had to go back and try to say, did I say that like that? You know, uh, it puts you in a place of trying to figure out if you really said what you know you had said. It was like, you know, I've been there before. But I was ready this time. (laughs) Hallelujah through what I've gone through over the last years and the last several months when that spirit came up through that person and looked me in the eye with a, with a look that says, I'm going to challenge you. Because here in Ephesians, it, it tells us, for we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and against powers and against rulers of darkness of this world and spiritual wickedness in high places. That's what we're dealing with. And unless we know what we're dealing with, unless we come power-packed, ready, and carrying the word of God and using it with authority, the enemy will try to trip you up and question who you are in God. But I've already been made aware that that spirit operates that way. And so it was like once I acknowledged what this person was saying or the spirit was saying and reiterated what I said, let's just rephrase this, let's just reset this so that you can understand, spirit, what I am saying. It was like a confidence came up in me that I believe was the Holy Spirit that says, you will not be moved by the spirit. You will speak the word of God. You will stand on what you're saying, and you know that what you're saying is true, and you're not going to let the enemy use this spirit to try to twist your mind to think that what you're saying is not true. And when I took that authority, when I positioned myself knowing that I was dealing with a spirit and that I'm not dealing with a person, I'm dealing with a spirit. It's not the flesh. Sometimes it can be the flesh, but this was a spirit. And when I began to activate and operate in what God had already put in me, it really threw the devil off became a little bit confused because what it had dealt with before and the result it had gotten before, it didn't get this time. So it threw the devil off. That's what we got to do. We got to throw the devil off because sometimes he thinks that what he's, and he's right to a certain degree, unless we do something differently because he knows what he's done before he will come back and try to do it again. And if it worked before, he understands that it'll probably work again. But what we have to do is when we are with God, when we're in a place of, of, of stealing away with God and hiding in God, God will give us what we need. So when that sugar bear shows up again, we'll be ready and we will have an understanding of who we are in God and it'll throw him off. It'll confuse the enemy because what he did before doesn't work now. And so I, I, I saw that and it was like God was saying, that's what I want you to understand. You stay with me, connected by the word, in the word, with what I'm giving you. You can throw the devil off. We are here We are here on assignment. We are here and we are positioned for a reason. We're just not here just to be here. God has called us to be here as fighters. As a fight of faith, we win. With the fight of faith, we win. And so I just want to encourage you that no matter what you're going through, no matter what it looks like, you have 
been assigned. And there's a great cloud of witnesses. So we lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily beset us, and we run this race with patience. We run with patience knowing that with every step we take, God is with us, and we can rest in that. We don't have to do a whole lot of stuff when we know the master is with us, when we know our God is with us. And we, why? Because he has come, and he is the author and the finisher of our faith, and he is with us. And when we walk and operate in the weaponry of warfare that he has given us, it will throw the devil off. How many out there believe it's time to throw the devil off? It's time to let him know that the schemes and the tactics that he had used before, they're just not working anymore. They're not going to accomplish the things that they accomplished in the past. Why? Because the word of God lets us know the people of God perish because of a lack of knowledge. And even sometimes when we get the knowledge, we don't even take advantage of the knowledge that God has given us so that we can do what we need to do to throw the devil off. (laughs) That's just the word tonight. Let's just throw the devil off. And when we do that, he will not, I mean, you know, I just felt with that situation, I think it was just yesterday, with that situation and the way that spirit came at me, I could see in the eyes of this individual a bit of, like, this is not what I expected, you know. This isn't what I expected. I expected to get some sort of uh, reaction that was a little bit different from what I got. And instead of me reacting, it's like the spirit of God just came in there and just set the atmosphere for the enemy to be confused. I mean, confused, confused that the tactic and the plan and the plot, basically the plot he had laid out, didn't work. You know, it's time for us to understand that we have been here, put here, not for just the sake of being here, but we are on assignment. And we are here because God wants us to be represented in the earth of him, his power, his glory, his majesty, his life living in and through us, that he would be glorified that he would be exhorted, that he would be honored, that he would be recognized, that we could show forth his glory. We're here as a representation. The word of God lets us know we are ambassadors of Christ. What does an ambassador do? An ambassador takes what he has from where he's from and he exemplifies it in a way that we represent where we came from well. We came from God. We have the spirit of God living in us. Jesus died for us. The blood was shed for us. And we are called to exemplify what God has done in and through us as ambassadors of Christ. That's what we're here for. And so, Lord, we just thank you tonight. We just thank you for the people of God that are 
are calling in tonight. We thank you for the ones that are here. We thank you, Lord, for the things that you have done, the things that you're doing, the things that you're about to do, the things that we are looking to you to do with expectation because you're God. You're you're God and you'll always be God. There's nothing that's going to change about that. You're going to be God. And, Lord, we thank you. We surrender to you. We bless your name. We thank you, Lord, for tonight. We thank you for every caller. We thank you for Prophet Randy and, Lord, for making uh, this available to us that the word of God can go forth, that the spirit of God can go forth, that you would be glorified. Thank you, Lord, as you watch over him and his family and his wife, Julie. We thank you, Lord, and we ask that you continue to work and move in that situation for your glory concerning his wife and that situation with her health. Lord, we thank you that you strengthen him and and call him to come forth even greater than what the enemy could have ever imagined. And, Lord, we thank you tonight for those who are, are calling in. We thank you for the ministers that come on to Prophetic Grace Network and share and and to be a part of what God is doing in the earth in and through this network by the people of God that he has assigned here. I believe, God, you have assigned people here, not just to be on this side of the mic, but those on the other side of the mic. You have called us and you have assigned us here. So, Lord, we thank you and we bless your name tonight. We give you glory and we give you honor because you're God. There's nothing too hard for you. Lord, we know that you have endured the cross, despised the shame, and is now set down at the right hand of the throne of God for us. So, God, we thank you, and we thank you for the blood. In Jesus' name, we give you glory. Well, thank you again so much for being a part. I'm here tonight, Angela Joy. I don't have anything but what God will want to release through me. I'm here just out of obedience. And um, if you are listening, like I said, by Internet, and you want to call in, it is 319-527-6027. That's 319-527-6027. And remember to press 1, and uh, you'll be able to uh, be in the queue, and I'll be able to take your call. All right, I'm going to go ahead and play another song, and then I will be back. I'll be taking calls uh, really soon. I'll probably share a little bit more, but for right now, let's just go ahead and play this song. Thank you. My heart 
desire and I long Thank you. 
worship you tonight, Lord. There's nothing else that we can do but worship you when we know there's no way out. We're abusing the weapons of warfare of worship. We want to worship our way out. We want to worship our way through. It's only through you, God. There's no other way that we can get through this except for we go through using what you've given us to access what you want us to have. is by the weapon there. We worship. We use the word. We operate in, as I mentioned earlier, you know, in that song that we played, we were made to fight, but we're made to fight to win. Why? Because by faith we win. We win. We have access to the promises. By faith, hallelujah, we have the access to the promises by faith. Well, if you're just coming on, thank you so much for being a part of what God is doing tonight through Prophetic Grace Network. And I'll just talk a few more minutes and I'm going to start taking calls. Um, I was listening to something earlier today and um, uh, it Uh, Going along with what we talked about, how we focus in on the word, we focus in 
focus in on what God is speaking. We must look to those, as we were talking about the, the cloud of witnesses, we can look to those who have made it through, those patriots who fought the good fight, who went through, who made it. Yes, it's good to look on that as an example of what God did in and through their lives. That's awesome. God had that in the word for us. Hallelujah. Let me go back to that. Um, But God has that in the word for us so we can see what he did for them. He'll do for us. There's just nothing that he can't do. You know, God is able to do seemingly abundantly above everything that we ask or even think of. So we can look back at those who made it through because they're examples of someone who pressed in, who operated in faith. Moses operated in faith. Abraham operated in faith. They operated in faith. And we can look at those that have done that, and that's an encouragement to know through the word of God what has been released and spoken and, 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 and talked about in the word, that we can do it too. So we can look to those who pressed on and made it. That's encouraging. You know, sometimes, you know, I think about how would I have handled a situation had I been back in that time? You know, when I may have been positioned in a situation like Moses, you've got all these people grumbling and, and mumbling and carrying on, and you you got to go forth by faith what God told you. And you've got all these people whining and complaining. But God said, you know, release that, let that staff out, and I'm going to part this Red Sea. And he did. And even in that, they still didn't recognize the God that they were supposed to be serving. So we look at those, and we press There are people like Moses who, in spite of what he had to go through, he pressed in by faith, and he went through, and he made it. And then again, we need to focus in on ourselves. We need to look in ourselves to see what's hindering us for moving into that place that God wants us. Examine ourselves. The word tells us we are to examine ourselves. As I was reading the scripture earlier, we need to lay aside every weight. How do we know the weight? We examine ourselves. And we press in. And we remove that weight that hinders us. Because we're in a race and we're running. And then we need to first look to Jesus. Who is he? He's the author and the finisher of our faith. That's who we look to. Yes, there are people that God places in our lives to be mentors and to be examples, but first our priority is to look to Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. And what he did on the cross, it represented pain and suffering, but it also represented life that would help us to endure to the end. And then on top of that, we need to ask God to give us 
the strength that we need to stay the course. It's simple. That's it right there. What we need, God, to stay the course. So, God, we think tonight that you are going to impart, you are going to release, you are going to speak, because I, Angela Joy, don't have anything. And I just step aside because this is, a, is about you. It's not about me. It's about you and what you want to do. So, God, tonight we thank you. We thank you, Lord, that we will lay aside those weights. We can look at at examples that have gone, people who've gone forth before us to set an example. We're going to run our race. We're going to lay aside the weights. We're going to focus in on Jesus, who is our priority. He's the author and the finisher of our faith, and we're going to believe, God, that he will strengthen us to access whatever it is we need to access that we can finish this race and we will finish it well. So, Father, we thank you for tonight, and we um, look to you because you're God. We don't have anything that we can sustain ourselves with if it doesn't come from you. And so, Lord, I thank you tonight that we're looking to you. We look to you because you're God, good God. You never, ever fail. And so, Lord, we thank you for every caller, and uh, we ask that you speak your word, what you want to say tonight. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. All right, well, I'm going to go ahead and start taking calls tonight. I'm going to see what God is going to do. Uh, tonight, and let's let me just get something to write on. Hope everyone had a wonderful Sunday. We are already headed towards the end of July, and it's seven twenty-three twenty-three. Hallelujah! Glory be to God. All right, so let me write down this first number, and we're going to see who we have on the line tonight. All right, so two five one three four two. This is Angela Joy. Hi, Angela Joy. This is Latrice from Alabama. Hi, Hi, you sound a little bit better tonight. It was kind of hard hearing you the last time. I don't know what was going on with the phone. And don't speak too soon because it has rained. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Excuse me. Yes, we've got rain here too. Yep, yep. Well, praise God. Well, you're you're loud and clear now, and that's what matters. So let's pray for you. Uh, (laughs) Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we just thank you for Latrice. Lord, we just thank you, Lord. There, whatever might seem to be problematic for Latrice, problematic. Let me just take a look here. Problematic. Look that up. I kind of got an idea, but we just want to see what the good old dictionary has to say about problematic. <laughs> Whatever issues well, seem to be problematic. Hold on a second. Latrice. Ah, hmm. 
mm, hard, difficult, taxing, troublesome, awkward, more problematic. The problematic, let's see what else it says here. When I think about problematic, let me see if it has something else here. Well, we know that it means difficult, troublesome, you know, hard to deal with. Something uh-huh. that constitutes a problem or difficulty. All right. I was looking. I was thinking it got a little bit more involved. Hold on a second. Okay. Difficult and problematic. Okay. No, most problematic than first expected. Okay. That's interesting. A situation could be described as problematic. Um. Hmm. It seemed to be more difficult than what expected. Seeming to be a little bit more involved with dealing with than what you initially thought. Hmm. Problematic. So, Lord, I don't know what that word means or what it would refer to with Latrice, but God, I thank you that whatever it is that seems to be problematic maybe a a situation or something that she's dealing with that she may have not expected it to go quite that way, but it ended up becoming a little bit more involved, not settled, unresolved than she expected. Lord, we thank you for working it out. We thank you that you are God who knows how to work it out. I don't care what it is. I don't care what it is that we walked into that maybe it kind of blindsided us and we didn't expect to, the difficulty of it to be the way it is. But, God, it didn't surprise you. It didn't take you off guard. It didn't throw you a curveball. But, God, so we, because of that, I don't care what it is. It wasn't a problem that's been too hard for you to solve. It's not too difficult for you to handle. It may have thrown us off, but it doesn't throw you off because you're God. So, Lord, we thank you today that whatever situation that she's uh, she's involved with or may even walk into, that she may have expected to be one way, and it was a lot more problematic than it actually believed to have been or to be. God, you're working it out. It's not unsettled that it can't be settled. It's not unresolved. God, we thank you. And we give you glory. We give you honor. We thank you in advance that it's worked out in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. That was a word, Angela Joy. Hallelujah. (laughs) I have an issue. But I'm going to press my way mm. in spite of, and I believe if I could just, uh, as the lady with the issue of blood, touch the hem of his garment. It's going to be God. all right. Well, it's already Amen. all right. Amen. <laughs> it's it got a lot right. in it. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, well, yeah. like we were talking earlier tonight, you know, those who have gone before us that God has, you know, it's been expressed in his word, you know, they went through stuff and they are, they set an example of faith 
They set an example of perseverance. They set an example for us to follow. I mean, those Hebrew boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they didn't walk through some uh, tulips. You know, they weren't out in a field of roses. Even though it may have had thorns, no, it had fire. And they made it through. And that's a word to encourage us. Even with the thorns or the God has a way of bringing us through. Oh, he can. And I realize just because I haven't seen it happen doesn't mean it can't be done. Glory (laughs) be to God. So we tell the Lord, thank you, because the Bible declares that there is no thing too hard for God. Nothing, absolutely nothing. Uh, I am excited on today. Praise God. In spite of. Amen. And we tell him, thank you. And it is well. It is well, hallelujah. I just saw a piece of paper like Latrice. I don't know what the paper means. It's like it had a signature on it or something. I don't know. It just flashed in my mind as you were were talking, and I just saw it seems like a paper with a signature on it. I don't know what that's in reference to. Oh, God, I need that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just Ah, just one signature would do well. Hey, glory. (laughs) Glory, glory, glory. Yes, a piece of paper with a signature. God, we thank you for that. We thank you for that. Hey, there are a couple of situations that just need one. (laughs) One signature. Hey, well, he's able. I only saw one signature. Glory. Do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that I can ask or think. According you, to Jesus. the power that worketh in us, and Amen. it is well. It is. Oh, you got anything you want to share that would encourage our listeners tonight? Uh, some uh, that's something you pressed through, and you've seen the victory already. I am pressing through uh, this last two weeks, and uh, I have been a good trooper. In the second block of school, and uh, we were doing some calculating today, and I concluded that I have two tests left, and Mm -hmm. I have done exceedingly well in the course, and um, so these last two weeks, if I make a 60 on either, on both tests, uh-huh. Actually, I can make a 50 on both, which that is not my desire, but uh, <laughs> if I make a 50 or a 60, I will uh, pass the course and uh, come out with an 80, so I'm I'm good. Great God. And we tell the Lord, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory. Yes, yes God is good. And ask that you continue to uplift me and everyone that's on my prayer list that has uh, called in for prayer. And I've had some requests. Uh, There's another, 
I guess an outbreak of COVID that's on the rise. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, and you know had, what? That's interesting. Mhm. Uh, go ahead. I've, uh, I've had uh, some prayer requests for COVID and some of the facilities that are near where I'm going. They have um like several cases. One that's maybe a 40 or 50, no, 50 or 60 bed facility. They have about Mm -hmm. 30 cases of COVID. Wow. uh, We do know that he's able. And uh, he's he's still doing what God does. (laughs) Amen. Yeah, healing the sick and raising the dead and opening the blinded eyes. Yeah, it was yeah. interesting that you said that because I think Prophet Randy, I heard him mention earlier in the week, like I try to get the second half of the show sometimes because I, I'm just getting off from work. And I did hear somebody, I don't know if it was him or somebody else mentioned how, um, you know, there's a new wave, going to be a new wave of COVID. And I've seen it in our area too over the last few weeks where there have been a few people that I know uh, that have gotten COVID. And, you know, oh, yeah. for one while here, we had, the county didn't have any cases of COVID for a number of months, no cases of COVID. <clears throat> and then right. all of a sudden in the last, like, month, it's like you're, you're hearing oh, yeah. more cases again. So we just oh, yeah. pray well, in the name of Jesus God. We just come against that, that um, disease, that infirmity, that thing that has tried to invade the lives uh, of your people and in our community, we call COVID out by name, hallelujah, and we speak the blood of Jesus against that enemy. It's an enemy, hallelujah. You're an enemy, COVID. You're an enemy, and we call you out by name. You're an unwelcome visitor. You have to go. And, Lord, we thank you as we plead the blood over our lives and the lives of those we're connected to and our loved ones, God. We thank you for the hedge of protection and the blood of Jesus. And we ask, God, that you honor your blood. And I know you will. You're a God who is faith. And, Lord, we thank you that we call COVID out by name. And we say, go back to the pit from which you came. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. All right. Yes, well, Joy, I do thank you, love. And I appreciate you and look forward to speaking with you again soon. Well, praise God. Same here. And you enjoy your weekend. We just call forth victory in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. That's my new name. (laughs) (laughs) Victory. (laughs) Hallelujah. All right, please. Well, thank you so much for calling in and sharing. And um, we'll be believing with you. You have a great week. See you later. You too. Good night. All right. Thank you. Good night. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Amen. 
Hallelujah. Well, we have a few more callers. If you are calling in and you would like to be uh, in the prayer, your hand by pressing 1, and I'll be more than happy to pray with you and speak with you and share, have you share a little bit, and then we'll move on. All right, so let's go here to 251-229. Who am I speaking with and where are you calling from? Hi, Prophet Evangelo Joy. This is Sarah calling from Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> well, hi, Sarah. You got on early tonight. Yep, got on early. <laughs> okay, well, praise God. Didn't seem like too many people are on tonight, so maybe I'll have a short night, and um, <laughs> just that'll be fine. I mean, because last last time I think I was on till two. I was on, yeah, because I think you you usually are always my last caller, <laughs> and I I usually <laughs> end up with you, and so I'm like, oh, you're early tonight. <laughs> you're early. Yes, Thank God. Well, let me just pray for you, Sarah, and then we can talk. Hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you for Sarah. Uh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, as she just, I just, I don't know what this has to do with, but um, I, I, I see this image from a movie. And in this particular movie, I'm not going to say which one it is, but in this particular movie, it basically what it's showing me is that this particular individual is pressing against the wind. So the wind is blowing and it's contrary, but the determination um, to go where they are to go is much greater than the opposition that they're dealing with to get to where they need to be. So they're pressing in in spite of the contrary wind that would come to try to hinder or slow down the pace, but it was almost like what I'm seeing, and I guess this is the reason I'm seeing this particular scene, is because the person was so, I guess you could say, obsessed with where they wanted to go, they didn't even pay the hard-pressed situation any attention. Because there was, they were so focused on where they needed to be that it didn't matter how hard the wind blew. It didn't mean that they were going against the wind to get to where they needed to go. Their mind was made up. They were going where they had to go in spite of the pressing, in spite of the opposition of contrary weather situations. They made up their mind. They it was so focused on where they were going. They the the contrary climate or situations of the weather didn't even enter their thoughts, it seems like, because they kept pressing in like that didn't even exist. So Lord, we thank you, God, that you have given Sarah something that in spite of the contrary things, that she's so absorbed and she's so connected to you that she is going to just be able to press in without even giving attention to that which is trying to blow contrary to where she's trying to go and hinder her movement. That she's not going to even give it attention 
Why? Because her attention is on where God is taking her. So, Lord, I thank you that Sarah's attention is so caught up on you, it's not going to slow her pace. It's not going to cause her to turn around. It's going to cause her to just keep going, and her focus on you is going to really just kind of throw the devil off. That was my word earlier today. We just go throw the devil off. Lord, because the whole thing is to set up to get his atten- get your attention off of where God is trying to take you. And if you don't fall prey to what he's trying to do, you're going to throw him off. You're just going to slap throw him off because he's not going to be able to understand why am I not. You know, it, it reminds me, I, I see something like, you know, you're walking somewhere and somebody's trying to get your attention, jumping up and making motions. And you're so focused on where you're going, you're not gonna throw you're not gonna throw me off. You're gonna be thrown off because you can't figure out why I'm not paying you any attention, devil. Glory be to God. So Lord, we just thank you for that tonight. We thank you for the perseverance that she has to press on in. Ah, glory be to God. Press on in in spite of the adverse weather conditions the adverse situation, she's going to press in and she's going to throw the devil off in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory. <laughs> I was excited about that one, Phil. Hey, you were right. the Lord allowed you to be right on time with the word of God. With well, the word praise of God. God. Praise the Lord because it's like, you know, I end up having one lady kind of bashed into the back of my car, and thank the Lord, mm-hmm. you know, I wasn't, the car is the, you know, it, it, it's a good running car, but I didn't want to, but anyway, it being total, so I had to take mm. care of everything that, yeah, so, anyway, um, She's okay and I'm okay. But it's like ever since then I've been pressing towards I'm getting this done. Get out my way. I'm not letting you get in my way. <laughs> it's like I've just been pressing towards getting business done and pressing on the higher mark of the calling, the higher calling, which is in Jesus Christ, who's allowing me yeah. to be able to press towards getting everything done. Amen. Amen. Shaking off that spirit, shaking him off, shaking him off. Amen. Yeah, because you know that's basically what his job is: is to distract us from where God is taking us by just causing a a commotion (laughs) on our journey, you know, so that we will focus more on that than on where God is taking us. And then, but um. I don't know if you you probably did hear what I said. I don't know if you were on when I was saying how this person or this spirit, you know, they were confused because the last time I had to deal with that spirit, um, this same individual was carrying this spirit. The last time that, or the first, well, I think it took me aback because I'd never dealt with this person before on that level. So I can say from the first time I dealt with them, I was kind of thrown off by 
how they were, what they were saying, because it was kind of un, I didn't expect it. So, but, but God talked to me and he told me what was going on. So when I had that encounter the second time recently with this individual, with that spirit operating through them, how they, they stared me down and like as if to and try to intimidate me by doing that, and I basically just reversed it and stared them down, and they were thrown off because I guess they were feeling they had it's a it's a controlling spirit. So once I mm-hmm. did that, it was like they lost control, you know, and and they couldn't figure it out because when they stared me down and began to twist the words that were said and made them to be something or sound like something that they weren't. And they realized that my reaction wasn't the same as it was before. It threw the devil off. (laughs) It threw the (laughs) devil off because, and I think the first time the reason it happened was because I never dealt with that person on that level. So I didn't know, you know, what to expect, really. And when it came out of their mouths, you know, and I'm a Christian and da-da-da-da-da, you know, you kind of, you know, you you kind of let down your guard a little bit, you know. When you're talking with someone mm-hmm. and they say, you know, they're talking about the blood and they're talking about this and that. But I did notice over the time that it became to be more of a, like a cliche. It wasn't like I didn't feel any depth of really understanding. It's some lingo somebody had picked up along the way, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It wasn't like they had a real revelation of what they were talking about. It was like, well, it sounds good, like it'll work on her. Let's try it here. And, um, you know, I'm telling you, that enemy is as slick as he wants to be. But this second time when I was in that situation with this person, I didn't, I, I didn't get unnerved. Uh, they couldn't see that I was, you know, feeling any sort of way about how they were handling me and how they were twisting the words that they really were. They were twisting the words. So, and before, when I knew they twisted twisted the word, I got a little emotional. I was like, wait a minute, you know, uh-uh, I didn't say that. But when they did it this time, because God had positioned me to be ready on how to deal with this spirit, and they said that, and I just basically in a calm manner, because I got emotional before, in a calm manner, that is not what I said. And that's it. Bam. I don't have to add to it. I don't have to explain it. I don't have to try to reason with you. That was not what I said. And that was it. Mm-hmm. You know, before I was emotional about what is it? No, that is not what I said. Bam. Sentence, end of statement, close conversation. Bam. That's it. That's it. Yeah. You, yeah. Hey, you let them know in the Lord, this is not what I said. Last time was a little emotional, but I've got control. It was emotional. Of mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know? Yeah, because when you get emotional about something, we kind of lose control, and we give that a control over to that other person because then they begin to feel like they're in control, like you're the puppet and they can manipulate 
you. They can manipulate the situation to get a response from you. So that's why God has made us, you know, given us emotions, of course, and they are to be used at appropriate situations and times. But that particular situation was a ploy from the enemy to try to get in control of me. And they were Mm -hmm. because I got emotional about the fact that you were telling a lie and, you know, I was like, you could see it all in my face because I could feel it in my body because I don't like people telling lies to me and expecting me to believe that it's the truth. Do you think I'm an idiot? Hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's like that's right. What does the word of God say? My people perish because of a lack of knowledge. Okay, so uh-huh. that's like a situation when the enemy's trying to tell you, well, your 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 um, you know, your dress is blue. Okay, my dress is blue, but the enemy wants to convince you, you know, your dress is red, and then you get. Oh, that's not true. I just, why are you saying this? No, we ain't going there. We're not going to go through all those changes. Bam, the dress is blue. Bam, end of the story. I'm not crazy, okay? Bam, that's it. I don't have to get into an explanation. I don't have to be, why are you saying this? That's, the, I mean, what's wrong? I mean, you know, no, we're not doing any of that. Bam, the dress is blue. That's it, end of story. You're not going to convince me that it's red. Bam, I don't have to discuss this anymore. Mm-hmm. But see, the enemy wants to mm-hmm. get us in a place where we begin to doubt. It's like even with the word. Now, God said this in his word. We use the word to activate with faith what God said. But then the enemy wants to come around and tell us that's not what that word really says. That's not what God is really saying. That's not what that really means. And then, you, oh, well, maybe maybe God didn't. Oh, well, what have you done right there? The enemy is playing with you. But when we stand and say, uh-uh, no, devil, this is what the word of God says. This is what it means. This is how we operate in the word. This is how we take authority. You're not going to convince me, lion devil, that it will operate any other way. I don't have to get into a debate with you about it. Bam, that's the word. Done. Deal. Finished. That's it. You're standing your ground in the Lord. Standing your ground. We have to. We have to. Yeah. We really do. We really do. Yeah. Because if you don't, the enemy can... Because if you don't, the enemy will will deem you as weak, and say, "I can, mm-hmm. I can have a parade," you know. But once mm-hmm. you stand on the true word of God and let them know, "Hey, mm-hmm. you can't have no parade here." <laughs> no, no. What does the word say about? It? He says, "Those who know their God." We that means no. Mm-hmm. We in order for me to stand on that word. And to believe it, I got to know my God. Mm-hmm. Those who know their God, what are we going to do? Great export miracles. We can expect the things to change. Let me tell you. Let me tell you how good God was with me this week. You know, because I was like, okay, God, um, you know, it's almost like now that I think about it, Sarah, uh, with us talking about the situation with what I was dealing with with this person who wanted to tell me one thing, and I know, no, that's, that's not how it happened. That's it. Bam. That's the end of the story. 
So it's almost like, had I not taken that type of sin, there was a blessing that came uh, after that. And I believe it, it, it had to do with faith because it's like, like a, maybe a test or the enemy was trying me uh, to see would I be moved if I didn't see something materialize. And so I just took God in his word. You know, I was having some problems and, you know, the car and uh, nothing really too major. So it was like, okay, God, I got this and I got this. What do you want me to do? I got this that needs to be done. I got that needs to be done. I've got this amount of money. What do you want me to do? Okay, so I just kind of, you know, lay still. And then I, I, I let the Lord, you know, just say, do this, you know, by faith. And I'm going to tell you, Sarah, mm-hmm. it was by faith because I went, it was my air conditioning system in my car. So anyway, I, uh, the guy said, I can do a compressor and the labor for like under $500. So I was like, okay. So I was like, he said, it'll be a used compressor and, um, you know, I'll be able to do that for you. And I was like, okay, that sounds good. As he was telling me the difference between that and a, a used one, a new one. And I was like, well, you know, I think that'll be fine. So anyway, I said, okay, God, I'm going to step out on faith. I said, because I need this done. I do work from home and I don't really have to use the car a lot, but I got something planned where I got to go to another town. It's been almost 100 degrees here, Sarah, <laughs> you know? Me, yeah, and, here um, it is too, yeah. Yeah, so I was like, God, I, I, I really need to get this done. So how about this? So I go and I get this guy to work on the car. And I was going to use this card that, you know, I didn't have to pay any interest on. So I say, it'll be paid off before the interest gets in, on to the card, you know. So anyway, I go there, and so the guy says, well, uh, can you just, do cash out. And I was like, well, I'm not really a great fan of cash out. But anyway, he said, because, and I think because what's happening now, because I had the, the veterinarian say this, they're beginning to hit, hit small businesses really hard with those credit card, um, using credit cards and small businesses. Because uh, one lady was saying that this veterinarian, he had paid like $50,000 last year for that uh, credit card thing, you know, to use a, for the people to use credit cards. And, uh, Mm-hmm. So I think that's what this guy was trying to do. But this is a small business, you know. So I said, well, okay, I can do that. So just so happened, you know, I had I did that. I said, well, the money's in there. And I said, but I was I can switch it off, you know. When I get home, I'll just transfer. So anyway, I got home and God had shown me because you stepped out on faith. Guess what, Sarah? I got mm-hmm. home. Just to make, you know, I knew it was enough in there, but I was like, well, I may need to transfer some over from savings. I got home. I pulled up my account, and Sarah, the exact amount of money, I didn't even know it was in there. I didn't even know it was in there. The exact, almost the exact amount of money that I needed to pay him for the air conditioning being fixed on the car I had gotten a bonus from my job that I didn't even know I was getting had hit the bank that morning. Mm, Tell me, God, God doesn't want us to 
We've got to listen to him. When he gives us instruction, when, I mean, that could be a small thing to somebody, but it was a big thing to me. Do you know that just caused my faith to just leap because I know what was in the bank. And then I was like, then I looked and I was like, my son had paid for his part of the car, uh, of the um, phone. He had put that in there, plus the $370 or something with the um, with a bonus that I didn't even know I was getting was in the bank to cover, basically, the cost of the air conditioning system being fixed. And I didn't even know it was going to be there because I was going to have to take money from somewhere else. And because it was there, I didn't have to do that. And it was almost like, God, you know, me just listening to what you're telling me to do because I have a situation, do you want to get the tree cut down? About, somebody told me $800. The tree cut down in the front, trimmed, and the thing in the back, trimmed, cut, all of that, that was $800, okay, that they wanted to do the whole thing. And I was like, maybe I can't do the whole thing. Then I had the car situation. Okay, God, which do you want me to do? And I felt the Lord said, do the car, you know. And when I when he said do the car, I looked in the bank and the money was there. Tell me we don't serve a God who hears us when we call. Hey, it's been a hundred degrees here. I think God was saying, you don't need to ride around in a hundred degree weather with the car about ninety six, ninety seven degrees. You know. So anyway, that's my little story. <laughs> Jesus, hallelujah. You're still I'm still here. I'm still oh, here. Okay. All right. Yeah, we have to step out on faith. Anything you want to share tonight? Well, I'm uh, just believing in God to get a uh, to get a replacement. <laughs> a replacement? Oh, replacement. Oh, okay. Well, we believe God. Awesome. Isn't that interesting? And I'm talking interesting. I'm talking about cars. A car. (laughs) (laughs) I'm talking about a situation with a car, and you're looking for God to do something with a replacement of your car. So praise God. I I, (laughs) that's amazing. That is absolutely a baby. That is a baby. And I didn't plan on talking about that. Yeah, we already have one car, which my daughter's pretty much, you know, she does her ripping and running. And I was like, Lord, should I said, no, I'm going to have to get another car. So the Lord has been working. So when this is just confirmation, that's all it is. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't it's have any plans on mentioning anything about her car. <laughs> That's how God is. He lets us know he's in the work. Yeah, and like also the fact that a lot of times God is saying, I'm speaking, you just need to hear. And then when you hear, you need to just follow through and you need to do what I tell you to do. Mm-hmm. And you know, we, you know, like I said, I didn't jump and I didn't hurry into a situation. 
I prayed and talked to God about this for a while. I wanted to make sure that I was hearing what he was telling me to do. Because I have two pressing situations that both need to be done. But I've got this, and I need to do just one right now. So God, which one? And, um, you know, he let me know. I mean, he put almost the exact amount of money of what I needed in there to take care of what he told me he wanted me to do. Oh, my God. It was just amazing. It was just, God, I just thank you. I just walked out on blind faith, not even knowing that it was there. I just knew, God, the money was there then, but it was almost like, okay, it's going to get tight. But it was almost like, it's not going to be tight because I've just added to your account what you need to get this done with. Amen. You know, so God is awesome. Yes. And so we're just going to pray for your, we're going to pray about this situation for you. So, God, we just thank you that you are a God who is able, you're more than able. We bring this situation to you concerning Sarah's automobile, her transportation, what she needs, what you are going to provide. We thank you for it in advance. We thank you. My God, we thank you. My God, I just felt that because that's what happened with me. We thank you in advance that everything that's needed for her to have and for this situation to be rectified is already being done now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we just thank you that she'll be able to access the benefits that you already have for her to get the situation handled and taken care of for this automobile in Jesus' name. And let Sarah walk with faith, you know, just listening and walking with an understanding that you're God, you hear her, your your ears are not deaf to her cry, and, Lord, that she will walk with a confidence knowing that her father has and won't ever Forsake her. And whatever she needs, he is the God that supplies. So, Lord, we just thank you for that. And we look for the, the, man, we look for the manifestation. We look for the manifestation of what you will tell her to do and to receive what you want her to have in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And um, I just thank the Lord for for you praying for me. Um, and I forgot one more request. Um, and it's it's kind of dealing with you know the doctors wanting to do uh, knee replacement and my left knee pretty much. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I. <laughs> they did the MRI and uh, everything, and they were like, well. You got two options. We can either give you more of the cortisone or more of the, or either a knee replacement. And I'm like, okay. Mm. Yeah. So I wanted prayer for that, that the Lord just, for my healing and for decision making as well. Okay. All right. And so when did they, um, so how much? time they giving you as far as like making a decision about whether you want to continue with the cortisone or get the knee replacement 
Well, the cortisone is, you know, you're pretty much walking the office and, um, you know, get that. That's pretty much in, in the office, out of office type. You know, in the office, they just administer it. But um, okay. as far as surgery itself, he's got me down for an appointment tomorrow, and he's going to kind of tell me, you know, um, what, how everything's looking if I wanted to do surgery for the knee replacement. Okay. So how often do you have to get the – it's a shot for the cortisone? Um, every three months, three to six months. Oh, Okay. And has it helped at all? Yeah, it helps. It helps. I think with the wreck that I had, that kind of, you know, <laughs> kind of didn't make it feel too good. But uh, yeah. my next schedule on is for August the 11th. I think August the 8th. August the 8th. Okay. 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 All right. So that's the um, next appointment for the quarter zone. For the quarter zone, yeah. And then he's going to talk to you on this upcoming appointment about discussing the surgery? If I wanted to do that, yeah. Okay. Well, praise God. Well, Lord, let's just go before you in the name of Jesus. Father, we just thank you that, Lord, you will work this situation out. Um, God, we still know that you're a miracle-working God, and there's nothing impossible for you to do. Praise God. We just know that, God. There's nothing impossible because you can slip things in a, in, you know, over to something else within the twinkling of an eye. You you have that ability, God. It, it, you know, you know more about us, of course, than we know about ourselves. So, Lord, we just thank you, Lord, that direct Sarah on what it is that she needs to do. But, God, most of all, let her direction be based on what she is hearing from you and what you're doing in and through her. God, she'll be able, we just believe that by signs and wonders that things will take her life, that she will understand exactly what God wants her to do in regards to this need. And, Lord, we just speak healing. We speak restoration. We thank you, Lord, that as, as you are the great and mighty physician, yes, God, they've spoken of surgery. Yes, God, they've talked about doing this and this and doing that. No, you are the great physician. Ha, there's nothing that's greater than what you can do in a miracle, in the moment, in a twinkling of an eye. You have the authority. You have the power to change and to heal. And God, Lord, let her just have an understanding, a quickening in her spirit of what direction she needs to go in for your glory. Because, God, we know you use doctors. You know, we're not casting doctors away. We know that you have used doctors. There were doctors in times of old. There are doctors spoken of in the Bible. There's, we know that. So, God, and if this is the way that it's set up to go, God, we know that you have the uh, the power to make this thing happen in a way that she will come through like, man, like she never thought she could. And, God, we thank you. Let her have peace and direct and guide her concerning the situation with her knee in Jesus' name, and she will know exactly which way to go. You will 
speak, you will release peace to her that she knows exactly the way she needs to go. We believe for it. We expect it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 That is so good. Powerful. Thank you. I thank the Lord for you having and him using you to have such powerful prophetic words and prayers uh, on tonight. Well, Well, thank you. It has to be God because I have been tired in my body. I actually stayed up to like 4.30 a.m. Um, <laughs> I had my granddaughter over, and um, then I started. We went some, oh, I had something that I had to go to. We did like uh, a fundraiser for a ministry that I'm connected with. So I had my granddaughter with me, and then when I came home, uh after we had gone grocery shopping for some things that I needed to get for her and me, it was about 10 o'clock last night. Well, I came home at 10 o'clock last night, and I started cooking. <laughs> so I did not finish cooking for Sunday until 3 a.m. in the morning. I didn't go to sleep until 4.30 a.m., and I got up around 8.30. I woke up around 8.30, and I've been going ever since. So, oh wow! It, it has been, and I even tried to lay down before I did the show tonight, and I did, but I couldn't sleep. So I was like, "Okay, God," but yeah, I've been pretty much. I've been, you know, I got what a few hours sleep, and here I am, and I've been going all day. Then I had my family come over after I cooked dinner. They came over, and they didn't leave until about after five, and so. I was like, oh, well, I'm up and rolling. I guess I'll just keep on rolling, and um, here I am. So I know it it is not in my own strength that I can do this. It definitely is God tonight, especially, yes. Yeah. It's been a full day. (laughs) It's him. I mean, giving you that extra pull, that extra energy. Yes. Thank God for, for him. Thank God for him. He's an awesome God. All right, Sarah, Mm. I'm so glad you were blessed and you blessed me, and that's just the way it should be. We're blessing each other. Yeah, and you blessed me too because, believe it or not, I was at wit's end trying to figure out if I should, you know, get another car. And then the day something was like, yeah, you should because this one car deal, my daughter wants to go here and I want to go there. That that's not gonna work. <laughs> right. Right. Well, I mean, God is not. Guess what? He's not. You know, an insufficient God. I mean, it's like God sees what we need. Like, you know, I was talking to a friend, and they were like, "I was like, you know, I can go without the air because, you know, I pretty much work from home, and I don't, you know." And she was like. Why would you want to do that? Don't you think God is able to get your air conditioning fixed in your car? I said, but, you know, I was kind of like, oh, I'm good. You know, I only ride it. You know, I, I live maybe two or three miles from Walmart. That's where I, my usual store to hang out. The other store across the street, you know, where I put my business, my items for my business, in the it's across the street behind my house. And I said, I don't really have to drive. And then I thought, well, I've got this appointment coming up. And, 
you know, it's a little ways I got to drive to, and then I want to take the grandkids somewhere. So it's like, I need my air. But <laughs> she was like, don't make it, I mean, ask God and believe God. You know, I was like, yeah, I, you know, but I was trying to make it look like, eh, you know, what does it matter? But it was like God, like yeah. Sarah, God wants us to have what he wants us to have. He doesn't have a problem with us living a comfortable life. He doesn't have a problem with us enjoying some things. And just as long as those things don't take his place, he doesn't have a problem with that. And I guess that's what I need to start thinking about. I think sometimes I just haven't asked God sometimes for things that maybe he would want to give me, but I just haven't asked for them. You know? That's true. That's what I say. You know? Yeah. I mean, so let's let's ask God. You know, you need a car? We ask God. Hey, and we believe because the enemy sometimes wants to make us think, well, I don't know why you're you asking because you're probably not going to get it anyway. You know, you're just wasting your time. That's not going to happen. And then he puts us in a position where we start to think, well, maybe I don't need to ask for that. You know, or it's not that important. But God wants us, you know what? You know how our growth, our faith grows? It's about it's by activating our faith. How can we activate our faith if we don't use our faith to believe God for something? It's not activated. We activate the faith by asking God for things, for believing God for things. That strengthens our faith because every time something comes to pass, we that's another I mean, that's another notch in the belt to shut the devil's mouth to say, Look what God did. You know, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, that just you know, that's just something God gives us. You know, when we ask, He'll give us things, and that activates our faith. It helps our faith to grow. You know, the word says we go from faith to faith. You know, we don't want to just stop at one what one place. We want our faith to go from faith to faith. Mm-hmm. We want to go from glory to glory. That's Hallelujah. Right. If we don't use it, the faith, you know, you know, that's why things happen, that we need to activate our faith to get those things. God wants you to have a car. I believe he would want you to have a car. (laughs) I believe that. You know, he's not some deadbeat God, you know, like deadbeat dad can't supply the needs of what we need. No, that's not who God Mm -hmm. is. Mm Mm-hmm. He wants us to come boldly upon the throne. That's right. That's right. Every bit of the way, he surely does. (laughs) All right, Sarah. Well, I'm I'm glad that you're encouraged. (laughs) We look forward to see what God is going to do next because he's going to be doing something. He always does. He always does. That's amazing. Oh, he's such an amazing God because, like I said, before I called and went into prayer with you, I was like, okay. Then I had a dream about a car. I was like, you know what, God, you are amazing. You were, I was just, I was just pretty much praying like, Lord, you know, let me know and dream the visions. And he was, gave me a dream about a car and I was putting gasoline and everything. And yeah. And I was like. Okay, and then you start talking about a car out of the blue, and I'm like, just I know. I didn't even plan on talking about that. 
<laughs> oh, but it was a it was a miracle thing to go in my bank account after I've already paid the man, just to go in my bank account and to say I'll transfer this amount from this to this. And when I open up the bank, you know, the account. I didn't have to transfer nothing because the money was already put in there. That very, I think even it was that day or the day before, I hadn't even checked my account. So here I'm thinking that, well, I got the money in here to pay him, but I need to pull some money from somewhere else to put in here just to make sure everything else that I had come out is covered. And, you know, I figured I was, you know, in good shape anyway. I didn't have to worry about it. So I just checked the account anyway, and by checking it, I saw money had been put in there, almost exactly what I needed to do to take care of what he had just done. It was almost like God said, you would have never even seen it had you not pulled it up to check to see what you could transfer over. You would have never even known it was there. Mm -hmm. Until later. You know, I wouldn't have known then. I would have known later. But it was just amazing the way God did it. I was like, Oh God! Here I was, you know, you know, wanting to use a card. You're like, you don't even have to use the card. I've already. You don't have to put that on a card. I already got the money in your bank. <laughs> That's the way he is. Yes, he is. <laughs> All right. Well, Sarah, you have a great week. We expect for a, a testimony, and you know. On what God is doing and what He's done. I believe it. I believe God. Amen. I believe that He uses His people and He wants us to come boldly upon the throne of grace and ask Amen. <laughs> so, yeah. Amen. 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 All right, Sarah. All right. Well, you enjoy your week and we look forward to next time and you. Go and be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, you too. You too have a blessed week. Love you. All right, then. Good night, Sarah. Love you. Good night, Sarah. Good night. Amen, amen. Awesome, God. Let's go to our next caller. One, 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 one. Who am I speaking with and where are you calling from? Hi, woman of God. This is Barbara from Texas. How are you? Hi, Barbara. I hadn't talked to you in a little bit. I was thinking about you. How are you? Excited. Praising God. Thanking Excited. Him Praise God. I didn't before the Lord. It's quiet time. Amen. Amen. Mm. Praise God. Well, we just thank God for Barbara. Let's pray for you, Barbara. Um I don't know. I I don't know. Maybe you can put some sense to this. <laughs> okay, so as you came on, I saw, like, you know how people drill in the ground for, like, water or oil or something that they need out of the ground? So they drill a hole, and um, and they're in search of whatever it is they need, and they begin to drill. And I see, I see, like, there's a drilling going on, maybe a spiritual thing, a drilling going on uh, in the ground, in the foundation. And, and I seems like there's substance, there's stuff that needs to be accessed. But in order to access it, you know, that drill has to go deep. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. 
It has to go deep to access what's needed, what they're looking for. And it seems like, I don't know if that's in relation to a spiritual thing that God is doing in and through you or what he's speaking to you or how he's telling you to orchestrate or situate or move into. But I see that in order to access what is needed for the for the foundation of this thing to help it to grow, to help it to, to flourish, you know, because when you think about land and stuff that's growing, you know, it, it, you want it to be fertile. You want it to be uh, able to access what's needed to make it fertile, to keep it uh, saturated or irrigated or whatever. And so in order for our lives, if we are the, per se, the earth, the thing that God wants us to be saturated, to grow, to bring forth more fruit, we have to go deep. So in order in this land, you're going deep to access what's needed to keep this thing healthy, this land healthy, this blessing that's going to come forth, what you can get from it. you got to go deep. Hallelujah. So, Lord, I thank you that in her quiet time, that's awesome. In her quiet time, allow her and encourage her to go deep because this is time that you are have orchestrated for her and you to access and go deep, Barbara. Go deep because there are treasures. There are things that need to be tapped into, and this drill is going deep to access, to pull out the resources of what is needed for the continuation and the growth and the flourishment of this land, her land, this land, her life. Go deep, Barbara, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. How are you tonight, Barbara? I'm excited uh, in what you're saying because that's what I've been doing. Um, mm. As you were talking, I, I you were saying something. Well, I, I thought about like the um, when you were drilling the truth of the word, and when the mm-hmm. Lord wipes it up on the table of your heart, and I'm like, I'm shutting everything down. Because of the, I'm up under construction. And so when the Lord mm-hmm. gets ready to take you in a new direction for new um, territory, new change, new everything, a new me. <laughs> That's what I said, a new me. And, you Nothing know, and open you up for a change. I, I told the Lord I need a change. Everything, Amen. people, everything must change. And so I had to shut it all down. You know, I mean, I shut it all down. Because when you're dealing with the word of God with, with a lot of the family and we're coming together out with the old in with the new. And so when he does a mm-hmm. new thing, I was just praying and telling him, Lord, the truth of the word into my heart, you know, let the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Yes. So um, I just asked God to 
um, to keep opening me up because the deep call it the deep and iron mm-hmm. from the iron. And so when you're digging mm-hmm. deep, I said, Lord, you open me up for that change because this is years of waiting, years of the information that I want from him, years and years mm-hmm. of it because, you know, he's a right now God, but he has to remove certain things off around you, certain people, yes. certain yes. in certain areas. So that's mm. basically what I've been seeing, like the overflow and the favor of God and other things mm. that I hadn't, the hidden things that I hadn't tapped into yet. And that's right. what I've been asking him for uh, since I'm on this freedom, you know, the things of God, the freedom mm-hmm. uh, that I ask him for. Terrence and Tanisha one time, I think he gave it to me, like, you're free now. And I want to take the advantage of it, so I just shut a lot of things down just to get it and to submerge and to soak in the presence and and get all I can get from it because there's no ending. So, amen. That's it. Glory. Hallelujah. And, you know, God is um, not like he doesn't want us to have it, you know. Amen. Amen. God wants us to have what he wants us to have that he's already prepared for us. I mean, it's like, you know, just I think about it sometimes, like, am I? what am I missing, God, that you want me to have? You know, it's just like a parent. They have a gift for, you know, a, a child or somebody, and, you know, they want to give it to mm-hmm. them. But, you know, it has to have, it has to meet certain guidelines, they have to meet certain guidelines, criteria mm-hmm. to access what the parent wants to give to them. They just can't hand it over. They've got, like, they've got to go through this particular thing and handle it this mm-hmm. particular way to be able to access what I have for them. And that's how I believe God, I, you know, I see, believe he sees us, you know, down here, you know, desiring and, and wanting, and he's like, well, I, I want this. I've got this for you. You just got to do it the way I need you to do it so you can access the benefits that I have Thank already you. for you. I already mm-hmm. have them. You already. Know? And, um, and, I, and why do I already have them? Because I want you to have them. <laughs> it's, it's not like I'm just some mean God and, and I've got stuff up here. No, I don't want them. To, no. These are things that I want you to have benefit of access to but you got to come this way you got to do this you got to follow that to get it because i don't have a problem blessing you i don't have a problem giving to you but there's a way and um you know he's a god of you know uh order so basically you know that that's it and so and anyway what else is going on with you barbara well, since he's given me new directions, um, a new job, so I've just been enjoying that and submerging and writing and doing some things, and I'm getting different people from everywhere um, that need okay. answers, that are calling, that are wanting prayer, and, um, you know, and the children trafficking, and uh, I'm mm. praying with different um, leaders that are calling me for answers and um, wanting me to help them to pray. I'm like, wow. <laughs> so wow. I know you didn't miss it. 
you know, because they be telling me. And that's and it's more like the leadership of the country, of the things that that is going on in the world. I wasn't gonna say mm-hmm. anything, but that's that's basically what you were picking up and hitting, um, you know, to dig deeper because of the the spiritual realm where he's sending me to pray when I pray for other people that need and uh, mm-hmm. they're calling and asking me to help them. And I'm, I'm well, just so amazed that they would choose someone like me, you know. <laughs> and and why right. not me, you know? Why not? Why you, not? You, you fit the criteria, so why not? And I know you always yeah, got to me about it, but it's different races, different people of the country and of the world that I'm meeting and wanting me to um, submerge with them. And so I just thought Thank I'd God. get some time to myself with the Lord. Because when the Lord started giving you revelation about the president and different ones in the White House, it's kind of wow. like you like, oh my God, and you know, yeah. And I'm looking at everything go before my eyes, and I can't say anything, but nothing but praying, praying the Spirit, not knowing right. what was coming up, you know. So I just right. thank God, you know. Amen. I'm just so Amen. excited, you know, um, that, you know, that when I was called and asked because of people that's child trafficking those children and and they got different um, officials and people involved, it just means so much, you know, because you don't want their little heart hurt and the parents are taken away from them and sometimes it's for the good and sometimes it's not so good, you know. Right. Yeah, we're living in some times where I tell you, mm-hmm. honest mm-hmm. to God, I, I I mean, some things that are happening, I never would have even suspected would be going on. You know, I, I think I mentioned mm-hmm. it before when we were talking about, um, I mentioned something about, we were talking about, um, oh, what was it, the gender thing. You know, I, it never, ever crossed my mind that mm-hmm. one day parents would have to um, say, you know, or the government would tell parents, you have no say in your child wanting to make a decision to change their gender. You know, I never, mm-hmm. it never even dawned on me that somewhere in my lifetime I would hear something of crazy as that, that my son, you know, 12, 13 years old, he wants to be a girl and I have no say and he can go under the knife whenever he wants because it's his right to be able to make that decision. I just, it just never mm-hmm. even occurred to me that this would be something that would be a concern in my lifetime. I mean, it's just, mm-hmm. And then we're talking about the children you know, and the sex trafficking of children. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just, it blows my mind just to think that this is something that that I never thought. But it is. Mm-hmm. Yes. But, and that's, that, yeah. and it's sad, you know, it's really sad. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, and one of the, the ladies, uh, that I'm in contact with, she she worked for the state as well, and so she mm-hmm. has to 
pick up different ones and people to help them and and be responsible for them. And it's like, mm-hmm. please pray, you know, please pray. This situation is going on, that situation. So I just thought I'd just shut down all the phones and everything and just get before the Lord, um, you know, for a while so I could get some answers yeah. uh, from the Lord right. because he's showing me things for those people and putting faces and names and all that and trying to help her. Mm-hmm. It, I have to dig deeper for a lot of it as well, even though, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just agreeing with her on certain situations and the danger that they're in to pray that God right. will do the protection for them and their parents. Amen. Because, you know, and that's they, they Yes, and it's, it's very dangerous in a lot of it, what they're, the children are having, to, the consequences that they have to go through because their parents is taken. And and they, you know, and taking the thinking that the one part is helping them, and that part is not working in their favor. They're doing right. trafficking right. and snatching them up, and that's just not fair. No, it's not. It's not. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're living you know. in, in in a time where I mean, I'm telling you, just what I said. I never even thought this would be something that would be going on in my lifetime or ever. You know, this, this mm-hmm. the selling of, of other human beings and especially children for profit. Um, that's just, I don't know. And, I mean, I'm sure, you know, back in the day or years ago, people were doing stuff, but this has become like a way that people are, exploitation has gone to like to a new height. Where I mean, you're talking mm-hmm. about not just isolated cases. I mean, you're talking about something that is going on. I mean, continuously. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just amazing that we are in this time where people are, you know, dealing with something like this. It's just, it's just beyond what wow. I can, you know, can even comprehend. You know, I remember growing up as a child, and I remember even back then, I mean, there were cases of people uh, where children were, um, you know, kidnapped or, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, but I mean, but not like, I mean, it's like buying and selling merchandise, you know, transporting people to other mm-hmm. countries and places. Oh, my gosh, Lord, Jesus. Have mercy. Well, that's pretty. That's a really hard one, right there. Um, yeah, it's a blow. That's and the, this is constantly different situations that I. Some of it you can't really talk about it or talk on it, but mm-hmm. um, I, I just know that um, they have to be protected and hidden, so that um, mm-hmm. you know because that's what's required after what they've been through and rescued right. for their protection. So and yeah, I'm just yeah, grateful yeah. that there's a lot of people involved to help, you know, in the ministry with it, you know. Yeah. And so yeah. that's a blessing. Amen. Amen. Well, and for God to have positioned you uh, at a place where, you know, you're available to do this, what he's called you to do. And made the connections really for you. 
enlightening to see how uh, government and people that are well known who are connected with our government mm-hmm. had knowledge and of this is thing, what I'm going through. And this is what I'm yeah. talking about and going through uh for a person mm-hmm. um that just because they were one of the president um uh supporter and I won't call the name and they took their child from them and trafficked mm. by the CPS. So they Wow. Put the truck charges on them, and they're innocent, all because of mm. their who they're supporting, and so right, and so it's just a mixed up situation that should have never happened, and and right. taking their children from them to, and then they're being trafficked by CPS. So it's mm. sad out mm. there. It's a dangerous thing out there, all because of that. Definitely who they supported, mm-hmm. and so, you know, and I'm like, Lord, just keep me before you in your presence to get the yeah. answers and what to do and how to do it and going deeper, mm-hmm. like like you were saying, see. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so it's like I feel like I'm in um, that construction area. <laughs> so I said, Lord, use me for your glory because this is what I asked for. And I can't right. say no because innocent lives are being, you know, destroyed. Right. And, you know, we just have to be obedient. And we have, we mm-hmm. know there's a blessing attached to being obedient. You know, it's, mm-hmm. um, we don't want to, um, we don't want to miss what God has for us by walking in disobedience mm-hmm. at all, you know. And, um, but yeah. This is, this is and our you're world. right about that. You're right about that part, and I, I don't want to go too far and cross the line, but I am before the Lord because of the obedience that's in my heart and to do what he called me to do. And so, mm-hmm. you know, while I'm just because you, you know, you're uh, interceding, you know, things do pop up and come up, and you'll see some things. So I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, Lord. Amen. Amen. Well, God is, um, he's faithful and we know that, um, well, with all the things that we're seeing, like I said, you know, some of the things we never even expected to even think it was a part of our life or where we live. I mean, it's happening today. So it's like, Mm -hmm. you know, that time is winding down. God, God is going to send his son back in. I mean, to be honest with you, it's like the things that I'm hearing and seeing, and I, I, I just think I was like, I'm so glad God is God because you know He's already had the opportunity. He's already destroyed Earth before because of the sin and how men's heart had gone grown wicked. Just and, and I mean, you wiped them out, so you got Noah came back and. You know, here he was, and, you know, the earth refilled, repopulated. And I'm thinking, Lord, is it is this, I mean, was it this wicked before? I mean, this is pretty wicked. And now with Internet and with uh, able to reach across the globe with this stuff, mm-hmm. you know, back then, you know, there was just a certain segment of the earth that was actually populated, you know. 
I don't mm-hmm. believe, it. of course, it wasn't the billions of people that are on planet Earth today. So just think, that small amount of people compared to what we have on Earth today, can you imagine? I mean, that irritated and bothered God back then. Can you imagine with the billions of people on Earth today and that kind of stuff is coming up before God? It's like, wow. I mean, it's like, we wiped it out before it wasn't even that big of a thing. It wasn't even fully populated to billions and billions of people. And that offended you and, 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 and had you, you know, question why did you even make man? The billions of people on earth today, and it's just the wickedness that was probably going on exactly back then. Can you imagine how God feels with this at this surmountable amount of sin on the earth. Wow. You you hit it. You hit it right there because that part right there, when you talked about Noah, that's why the Lord had to intervene after he had to wipe out so many and then he sent um the dove for Noah to right. for a sign. Right. And he said, signs mm-hmm. and wonders shall follow them to love the Lord. And mm-hmm. the Lord was telling me the other day how he was going to send signs and wonders, the miracles that I'm performing even now. And I said, mm-hmm. wow. And and mm-hmm. I, I already had this conversation about Noah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like confirmation, that part right there. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, you know, I, mean, I said, okay, it, Lord, it, let it, us know we're on the right track. Yeah, that because is of what really, your word like, says. Yes, and with technology, you know, things are even at a grander scale than back then. You know, mm-hmm. the population has increased. I mean, you don't even. I mean, the Ozzy Barbers like sometimes. You know, I've been watching TV a little bit more than I used to, but I'm very selective. But it's like, you know, just think uh, with the transmission of, of information the way it is and technology, um, mm-hmm. you better, I mean, I have to guard what I see and, of course, guard what my grandchildren see because all kinds of stuff is mm-hmm. just pops upon the screen, you know? And mm-hmm. it, it, it's robbing our children of their innocence. Yeah. It's robbing it's almost like I just felt this come across my mind. Um, it's almost like the media, the technology, what we are seeing and experiencing is preparing their minds to be in a place where this whole thing, sexual revolution is going on, to be accepted. Because they're being bombarded in so many different ways with that. You know what I mean? It's almost like they're being prepared in Mm -hmm. some way to be a part of what's going on, what you're talking about. They're being prepared with their innocence taking away, seeing and hearing things that before, you know, you didn't hear or see. But now technology has made this all available and then it's it's even corrupting them before they're actually physically corrupted because it's already being put in them. Because I'm telling you, you can sit there on, and you can watch 
like with me, if I watch something, it's one of those old channels or, you know, it's it's something, um, you know, that I would think is wholesome and not just for fantasy, sex and stuff. I, you know, I'm thinking I'm choosing a good mm-hmm. program. And then all of a sudden the commercial pops up. And it's mm-hmm. worse than what I'm watching. So even though I was trying to get away from that type, of stuff coming into my ear gate and my eye gate, it still threw it at me, not through the show, because it's almost like the devil was like, yeah, okay, they're going to pick some, you know, show that they think is going to be wholesome. Guess what? I'm going to throw something in there that's pretty vile and perverted on the commercial. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I'm Mm. amazed. It's like... Mm -hmm being advertised on this station. You know, this is supposed to be the family channel. You know, I can sit here and watch without, but then here comes this commercial that just rocks the boat. I'm like, oh my gosh. That was that strategy. That strategy, believe me. From the enemy. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I was like, let's not even turn it on. Yeah. <laughs> that's one of the reasons why I don't like watching and I don't, you know, like to entertain those uh, commercials. Because I'm sitting up there mm-hmm. going, oh, really? And I so I just cut it off. I know. Yeah, I mean, I'm watching, the TV, I'm watching TV Land with Gunsmoke or <laughs> Chuck, Chuck, Chuck Norris. I mean, I, like I said, I don't want to turn the TV on much anyway. I just lately. Mm-hmm. There's one, I like to travel network if I can pick it up and, you know, um, they have some interesting history things sometimes about when they travel across the country. And I I love to hear about history. I love, you know, hearing about things that have happened. You know, I'm just kind of a history buff in a little bit. So I'm there watching, mm-hmm. you know, the travel channel, and they're talking about, you know, the Wild West and some of the people that, you know, made the West wild and how people went to the West and all that. And it's on there about, you know, um, let me take this drug, you know, and they're there with their boyfriend, their two guys, and, um, you know, let's take this drug to help die And I'm thinking, I'm thinking, or, mm-hmm. you know, something that's kind of just contrary to what I'm watching on. <laughs> like, this is not, I don't know, it's just weird. But anyway, that's me. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. I know it. And I'm trying to do, if I do it, I'm trying to do the animal channel, you know, and watch the animal channel too. Well, I think the animal channel have some interesting stuff too. (laughs) (laughs) So I just cut it off. I'm tired. I said, oh, I watched it 10 minutes. (laughs) One thing about Netflix is. You watch your movie and that's it, you know. And I've been mm-hmm. had I've had Netflix since we had the little DVD come in the mail. I think that's back in I was doing it. I think I started in two thousand either six. I think it was two thousand six. Mm-hmm. And I've had Netflix ever since. And you know, I don't. I, there's a couple series like I I can go back and watch um, that girl or 
Well, at least you can watch what you want to watch, and you don't have to worry about some commercial coming up totally, you know, mm-hmm. throwing you off with the crazy stuff they're advertising. But, yeah, so. Uh, I like it. Uh, I love Netflix because there's no commercials. Okay, anything just, else? Uh, Ma'am? And I just say, anything else you want to share? You need prayer about oh, well, anything? Um, I'm just asking the Lord to um, just keep on revealing, keep on showing, and, and that I stay in his presence. And I heard you, you know, and I, didn't, I pray that no distractions. And so... Uh, that I would stay focused, and that yeah. that was me. That was my prayer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we just to stand ready to happen. Mm-hmm. So, Lord, we'll just seal that. Father, we thank you for the blood, and we we know, God, that you, um, when you call us to something, you prepare us for that thing. <laughs> you put everything what, that we need in us to do it. And even as we walk sometimes, you will equip us as we go toward doing it by obedience. I mean, it's like I think about the situation with the money that ended up in the bank. As I did what he told me to do before I even knew the money was there, then he blessed me because he saw the obedience that I was going to follow through on what he told me to do, even though I couldn't actually you know, understand that it was going to be not any kind of financial weight if I just stepped out on faith. So when I stepped out on faith, the financial weight left. And so, Lord, thank you, Lord, as Barbara walks this this direction, this journey, which you called her on, as she steps out, prepare. You're going to drop into her spirit. You're going to give her what she needs because she's operating in obedience. And she's operating with an expectancy that you're going to do exactly what needed to be done and use her exactly how she needs to be used because she stepped out on faith, not even seeing how you're going to do it. And with that, God, we thank you for the blessings that will manifest. We thank you for the things that will come into fruition because of obedience, because of her trust in you. Because she's not leading to her own understanding, all her way. She's acknowledging God. She She's not looking to her way. She's looking to God in his sovereign way to do what's necessary for her to do what he's called her to do. In all our ways, we'll acknowledge him, and he will direct the path. We just got to get on the path. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Just get on the path. Ah, my God. Just get on the path. Glory be to God. That is, wow, right there. That hit me. Yes, he'll direct us. And yeah, in all our ways, we'll acknowledge him. And he will direct our path. We got to get on the path. My God, I felt that one. We got to get on the path. My God, we can hear God say, yes. Um, I'm going to direct you, and but you got to get on the path. What action? You know, faith causes something to change because out of obedience and getting in place, you cause something to happen. You can say, "Oh, that's the path over there," 
That looks nice. But on that way path, and you're going to see all your ways. Acknowledge him, and he will direct. In order for your path to be directed, you've got to be on there being able to be directed. You can't be sitting on the sideline. You've got to be on the path directed. Glory be to God. The Lord, thank you that she's on the path to be directed. She's not sitting on the sideline looking for the path to appear. She's on the path. And you said in your mm-hmm. word, we acknowledge you. You're going to do that for us. Thank Glory you. be to God. Thank you. That got me excited right now. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's awesome. Many awesome. have awesome. paved the way for us. And, and I'm, I'm like, yes. okay, Lord, it's time to walk in it. I don't need no jumper cable or boost. I just need to go. Just need to I go. Said, That's it. Just go. There you go. You just need to go. <laughs> Glory be to yeah. God. Amen. All right, Barbara. We hear some great stuff happening. Testimonies, yes. I have them. They're coming. They're now. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Have a wonderful All week. right. You are welcome. All right, you too. Look forward to talking to you later. Be blessed. Okay, thank you. All right, we've got some callers, but if you want your hand, if you want prayer and to get in the queue, please press 1, and I will pray with you. We've got some callers left here on the line, but you don't have your hands up. So I don't know what that means. Oh, I got a hand up. I got a hand up. Here I come. All right. So we got 951966. Who am I speaking with? And where are you calling from? Angela, this is Regina in California. How are you? Hi, Regina. I haven't talked to you in ages. <laughs> Long time. <laughs> I know. How are you? You what now? Can you hear me? No, I just said, how are you? Good to hear your voice. Oh, you, oh, you lost. I lost a little bit. Oh, great. I'm doing good. I mean, I'm walking by faith and not by sight, trying to as much as possible. Yeah, great hearing your voice. Let's, let's pray for you. Hallelujah. Thank you for Regina from California. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And um, I saw a rope that's frayed. I saw a rope that's frayed. And you know how a rope starts to just like unravel and it's like, man, makes me think of that phrase where it says, I'm about at the end of my rope. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> but even in, the, even in that I see that even the rope is frayed, it is, it's almost like I want to say it's secure enough to hold you. It's secure enough to have you continue to hold things together, even though the rope is frayed. And people, you know, you, in the natural, you look at a situation, you say, man, I'm at the end of my rope. This thing about to break. I just, you know, but it's like I just sense to say, stay the course, 
even though it looks like the rope is frayed, even though it looks like things are falling apart in some things that are unraveling. Mm-hmm. But God, glory be to God, I just sense that he, I saw a hand move in there and like, let's put this, let's put this rope together. It's like Humpty Dumpty set on the wall, Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. All the king horses and all the king men could not put Humpty together again. But God, but God, this thing was breaking. thing is fraying. But the hand of God is able, even though you can see it frayed, even though you're seeing it unraveling, even though you know that it would take a miracle for things to be put together again, that's the kind of God we serve. So, Lord, we thank you that she will not look at the natural, but she will look into the supernatural, superpower, the anointing of God to take part and take hold of what's frayed and put it back together again. Lord, we thank you for that. Let her lose no sleep. Don't let her lose hope. Don't let her lose faith. Yeah. knowing that it's not built on what she can see, but on the God that she serves, that he's able to do miracles, and he's able to take that which is raveled and frayed and put yeah. it back together again in Jesus' Amen. name. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. Amen. Lord. Glory be to God. Thank you, Lord. I want to shout on that one, too, Regina. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Yes. How are you tonight? I'm doing, I'm doing good. I am doing good. Amen. Amen. Yes, I am God doing good. God is good. Been yes, walking he my is. Face, holding on. Mm-hmm. No matter mm-hmm. what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Not to bring yourself back like, yeah. Lord, I'm not going to look at it because I know you're able. There's nothing you cannot do. No, there's nothing he can't do. Well, God and um, does not exist. <laughs> what you cannot mm-hmm. do or don't exist. So it doesn't matter what it looks like. Amen. Amen. doesn't matter mm-hmm. what it looks like. And um, it looks like, yeah. And, you know, sometimes the enemy would just cause us to, uh, he would just try to magnify it, you know, and you find yourself focusing and listening and looking at things, you know, and, you know, how we can go on some mind trips (laughs) where we just start to Mm -hmm. cause that thing (laughs) to just, like, grow into a monster, you know, like, well, really, it's not like that at all, but, you know, it, it, our mind will just, well, what if this happens and what if that and da 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 da. And before you know it, that than... thing has, cause, yes, it's consumed your mind and you're thinking of all these things. And it, it, it then you're like, you know, it's, it's larger than you even started with. You know what I mean? So, um, right. And that's what the enemy does. He wants us to just have this thing just so big that it'll be impossible for God to do anything about it, you know? And um, I'm just looking for a miracle. Lord, you didn't bring it this far. 
you did not bring me this far out of whatever you brought me out of before to just bring me to this point and just don't do nothing. You know, I refuse to do that. Amen. I totally agree. I totally agree. And what an awesome way to say and to see that. You didn't bring me this far just for me to see this mess stay in a state of a mess. <laughs> yes. You know, what would be the point of that? They're like, you know, Lord, mm-mm. you didn't bring me this far for to just stop here. No. Mm-mm. No. No. Nope. No. No. And um, Listen, the devil you know, is a liar. <laughs> no. Well, that's what the enemy wants us to think. He wants us to, uh, you know, see God as a God who doesn't complete what he starts. The devil is a liar. <laughs> you know something right. that God started that didn't that he didn't finish? Do you think he's a God who doesn't finish what mm-hmm. he starts? Devil, you're a liar. He he made the earth and he finished the earth. He didn't leave it in chaos. Yeah. Everything that he needed to have done in the seven days of creation, it was completed. He's not a God who doesn't complete what he starts. Amen. And what he started in us, and what he started in you, Regina, he's able to complete. Amen. Amen. I believe it. I receive it. Yes. Amen. You know, I can't say that I haven't been in some situations you know, like even lately, you know, it's like, okay, God, you know, what do you want me to do? But as I just mentioned about my little testimony, it's like you just, God, it's almost like you just got to take a step out to sh- let me know that you've got faith in me regardless of what you mm-hmm. see and don't see, Amen. you know? Yes. And then yes, it's almost like, Oh, it makes me think about, you know, the lame man who sat by the pool of Bethesda. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, you know, he was there and the water was being stirred for a miracle. He just couldn't get in there. thing of it is, we, we have what God needs. We have the aid of Jesus to get us in that water for that miracle. All we got to do is ask. Hallelujah. You know, he had to yes. sit there and he had to wait. And Jesus came by. And, you know, but the thing of it is, Jesus has already come by us. <laughs> Glory be to God. All we've got to do Amen. is ask huh, and get what God has for us. And, yes, it may not happen immediately. We can bet. That God is God, and he's not going to change. We can know, and I bet we can know that God is God, and he's not going to change. And he's going to, we can Amen. hold him to his word. And the whole time we're going yeah. through stuff, stuff, Regina, it's building faith in us, you know? Mm-hmm. It's building True. Amen. our faith. Mm-hmm. It's making us strong. Amen. It's strengthening it us. Is. It's like an exercise, you know. You have a muscle that is weak, mm-hmm. and you want to strengthen that muscle. What do you do? You exercise to strengthen that muscle. How do we build our faith? We exercise by what God is showing us to do 
to build our faith. Yes. And so, yeah. Anyway, enough of that. <laughs> so, how are you doing? What do you want to share with us? That's that's it. I this is in almost getting one of my those moods today, and I was like, wait, I have to stop all those thoughts going through my head. Like, wait a minute, Lord, I was in a worse situation than this, and you came through, so I'm not gonna let this make me think this is the end. Like, yeah. uh, uh-uh. nope. Nope. Amen. Nope. There's nothing. You can do. So I'm like, no, no, no. You didn't bring me this far for me to Amen. hope. No, no, no. Mm-mm. No, we're not. We're not losing hope. Hours ago, I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, no. I had to stop that thought. No, no, devil. No, 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 no. no I ain't accepting that. Nope. That's so, right. That's yeah. Right. All right, and you know the girls. How are the young ladies? <laughs> well, they're all with me. Um, they're they're doing a, making some progress. Yes, making progress. Okay. The middle one from she did graduate from college. Uh, oh, wow. Just this past April. This past April. April. Awesome. April. End of, end of April. Yes. And. Um, so yeah, we're making progress. You know, working, working through life. Amen. So yeah. Well, God, it's yes. been faithful. He's going to continue to take you through. I well, mean, mm-hmm. I look back and I'm amazed <laughs> sometimes. Right. <laughs> oh, Lord God, three years ago. Two years ago. Yes. 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 Where like whoa, yeah. Remember, God, I can't, I can't take not one ounce of credit. God, look yeah. at God, just, look at God. God, that's nobody but nobody but Jesus. That's what I say. Nobody but Jesus. That's just who it nobody is. Nobody but the hand. You see His hand, you know, on our lives. So, I give Him all the glory, all the glory. I take no credit. Amen. 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 Well, I mean, yeah. and as you know, you can look back over those things. See, here we are again. We can look back over those things, and those have, uh, they're like the stones that have been uh, built as memorials, as a memorial of what God has already done that we can look back on and know that God, if yeah. you did it then, you can do it now. Do it again. Amen. Amen. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And those those are hey, yeah. those are faith building, faith building blocks. Those are faith building memorials that you can actually attest to the fullness and the faithfulness of God. I mean, yeah. that's nothing. Maybe. You don't have to conjure yeah. anything up. You don't have to make anything up. All you got to do is look back at what He yeah. has done. He got you through that. It may not be, you know, it may not be milk and honey, but you made it from that which the enemy wanted to use to destroy. But you made it Mm -hmm. out of that. And you're making it out of this. Glory be to God. Yes. If we thank God. Amen. Thank God. Yes. Glory be to Amen. God. Oh, I'm excited about that. Yeah, because it doesn't matter if that rope is frayed. 
It doesn't matter if it looks like it's not repairable. We have a God who can repair. He can remake. He can hold anything he can, he wants to together. That's who he is. Amen. Yeah. Even with my um, dad, he had, you know, he's 90 and he'll be 91 next month. And he had a health issue where he had a blood clot in his lungs. Wow. Yes. So mm. I think a month ago, six weeks ago maybe, mm-hmm. but he went home. He's on oxygen all day, but he's getting up, going to going to sit out on the porch. He's now in Alabama. He loves to go sit on the porch every evening. So he's getting up every day, <laughs> going to sit out on the porch. Awesome. <laughs> like, wow, Lord. Amazing. Wow. Amazing. God, that's awesome. Yeah. Yes. Look at God. Mm-hmm. And see, I can, I just sense you lit up with that. And so that's what faith does for us. It, 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 it ignites us. Ah, my God. It, like, puts a, a new uh, thrust in the fuel there. It ignites us. Yeah. It enlightens us. It, 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 it boosts us. Wow. Like, okay, yeah. we're ready to relaunch. Glory be to God. We're ready to relaunch. Ah, it ignites right. us. You just kind of got, I can mm-hmm. see it and sense it in your voice as you begin to talk about what God has done. That's what, that's why God says, look back um, at those things that I've done. Right. Yeah. Amazing. At those things amazing. that I've done. That's like I say, like, that's amazing. Yes. Yeah. You know, so that's not really, you know, for his, it's just not really heard of for his age. Like, he literally had a blood clot in his lungs. And it's like, wait, what? Yeah. And they called me, and I was like, okay, like, what are you doing? And it was, I was like, wow, Lord, that's, that's nothing but you. Nothing, nothing but, but God. God. Yes. No man can yes. take credit, only God. Nope. That's Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, you know that's that's your that's your boost right there, for you to just um mm-hmm. hey, let's relaunch. Lord, I hear that word relaunch, relaunch, Amen. relaunch. Yeah. Jesus, <laughs> relaunch. It's time yeah. to relaunch. That is good. Mm-hmm. You know what you say? Like, yeah, you look back at what He's already done. It's like, Lord, I, you know, I trust you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we can do that because all of us have things. Okay, we're still here. And we all have things we can look back on. Because if we couldn't look back on them, mm-hmm. we, wouldn't be, we wouldn't still be here. <laughs> we're still here, yeah. which enables us to look back on what brought us here. Glory Definitely faith Yes. Definitely. Thank Definitely. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Yeah. Well, you be encouraged. Yeah. You be encouraged, and um, we just know that God is, um, he is at work. I mean, regardless of whether we can see what he's doing or not, he is at work. You know, I try to remember yeah. each day to just, I saw something really powerful the other day. I heard it, and um this young lady was ministering. I didn't hear the whole thing, but she had put something 
on social media about I am. And, you know, we know in the word that he is the I am. And he's the great Mm -hmm. I am. And all that is is in I am, you know. And then she Mm -hmm. made a statement about how she began to see things happen for her differently when she began to use the word I am in a phrase that referred to what she needed the I am to do. Like, Mm -hmm. I am is is all by himself. He is the I am. I'm I'm it. I'm the beginning. I'm the end. I'm everything in between. I am the alpha and the omega. I'm everything. I Mm -hmm. am that. And then she began to say how she saw, you know, things change when she began to say, I am blessed. Glory be to God. I am Mm -hmm. healed. I am prospering in the things of God. I am walking Mm -hmm. by faith. I am. Because she put the I am. Oh, my God. Before her. Glory. Now, I didn't even say that. But I, God just dropped that in. He, we put the I am before us. Glory be to God. And when we put the I am before us, it opens and parts ways for the I am. Because he's made the way. We're putting the I am before us. Glory be to God. Mm-hmm. Ah, yes, I am these things, Amen. but the I am is going before me. The I am yeah. is going before my problem. The I am is going yeah. before my issue. The I am is going Amen. before my sickness. The I am has already gone before because he is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the I yeah. am, and it went before me. Glory be to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. Jesus. Amen. Ooh. I like that. Amen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Glory. I Amen. think I understand that a little bit more because I forgot I had um, saw that and um, it, it just really kind of like, but I heard her say that she began to use I am before, you know, like when she was confessing what she needed the I am to do. But it was like God just dropped in my spirit. I am goes before that because it is, I am is ahead of it. You follow him. Mm-hmm. Glory. Amen. Amen. Yes, yes. We thank you, Lord, that I am has gone before Regina's situation. Ha! Glory yes. be to God. Amen. Glory. Amen. The I am. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Glory be to God. All Amen. right, Regina. It's so great talking to you. And Let's anything else? You. No. No. Okay. No, that's good. Well, we look forward to talking to you again. I hadn't talked to you in so long. <laughs> but okay. I'm glad you were able to call in tonight it's still let's see it's twelve thirty six okay so yeah you're three hours behind in okay. California. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. yeah we used to I used to work for oh, I still work for the company used to keep our lines open to one AM because you know it was just ten PM out and thank God they changed that now they only keep us open till eleven PM Eastern so <laughs> they gotta call in a little <laughs> earlier. <laughs> 
unbelievable. Y'all been having some real different uh, environmental and climate issues out there. It has been, yeah. Kind of a weird day today. Are you in Southern yeah. California? I am. No, okay. Yeah, Southern California. Yeah, yeah so I was um, talking to a few people. And, you know, California is such a huge state. And I was talking to somebody one day, I think they were up in San Diego, and then I talked to somebody in Southern California, and I was like, man, Southern California, I mean, California is such a big state. Man, you can be talking to one person in one place, and it's burning up hot, and the other person from California is like, oh, it's cold. (laughs) Like, what? You're in California. (laughs) It's just so interesting. It is. Yeah, Yeah, Northern is usually colder than Southern. Right. Yeah, so yeah. San Diego, is that considered? Yeah, that's close to, yeah, you can it's actually southern. see. It's southern? Southern, uh, San Diego is southern California. It's like almost uh, border Mexico down its bottom, San Diego. I mean, oh, California. okay, yeah. I, I don't know why I thought that. I think because they said, you know, you can still see the mountain uh, ice caps, and these people were, it was like warm weather, but they say we can still sneak, see the ice cap on the mountain. Oh, I thought, what? Yeah, we yeah we can like because I I live inland, so it said snowing in the mountains. Uh-huh. That's like a couple hours away, but I can still see like the snow capped mountains, even though it's not oh, that that's, cold down. That's yeah, that's cool. Huh? I mean that you know that's interesting. Yeah, so in the winter, like in the winter time, of course. So if it's raining. Right cold so the temperature is more cold up in the mountains so you can see like if they get in snow you can see the snow-capped mountains but that's like hours away so we can still be sunny and not have that kind of weather yeah but you can see the snow yeah, that is empty yeah that's pretty cool wow yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so wow. surrounded we're surrounded we're, i'm endless so we're surrounded by the mountains Oh, I would love to see. I hear San Diego is really beautiful. Mm-hmm. So I remember my um, my kids they first like you know teenagers and we went to Ohio. That's where I'm from. Uh huh. So going down the street, there was there's no mountains in Ohio, so there's like right. wow, something looks different than the <laughs> something looks different than the sky. So it's like look at look look ahead of you, mom. So I was looking like okay, what do you mean? I'm looking ahead, driving out the windshield. It's like well, look. And so it's like, look at the sky. I'm like, okay. I said, well, there's no mountains. And we, you know, because, like, that's the first time you really recognize, like, right. they're yeah, looking they're straight just ahead. Used to seeing like, that. Yeah. They're seeing the skies without the mountains in it. So it was so. That is amazing. But I grew up in Ohio. So I was looking at it. I'm like, wait a minute. I guess I would be different for you because you never, you didn't grow up like that. So right. Yeah, that, that would like, be. Look at the sky is clear. <laughs> And my friend was like, where do they live? You keep these kids under a rock? <laughs> I was like, no. But it was I just their perception because they never seen it. So, Right, right. Well, I would love to come out that way. I've never been that west, that far west. Well, really not west at oh, all, shit. per se. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, well, it's like, it's like, it's hot, though. Like the triple digits a couple of days ago. So. Yeah. I know my son, after he graduated from college, that was his, 
Yeah, when he graduated, that was his trip. His his trip was to go to Cal, California. So now he went to L.A. Okay. and he visited for a little bit. And um, he said, Ma, it's just very different from the South. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, it's in, so different. you're not in Texas. You're not in Texas, though, right? You're Georgia? I'm in Georgia, yeah. I'm Georgia, originally from okay. Florida. So Florida oh, okay. is a little is, – it, it's different from Georgia. I mean, Georgia, Florida has you – know, I don't live in, in the city. I live in rural Georgia. So we don't have the influx of diversity with ethnic groups or cultures or races in, in southeast Georgia. But in Orlando, I did. So moving here yeah, okay. from, you know, a city that is, you know, has great diversity to a place where mm-hmm. there's not much diversity. Um, and even, okay. you know, the mindset, it's just, it was, it, it, it threw me into shock for many years. But right now, if I had a choice, I would live in rural areas like even here. I mean, I cried for 10 years, but... I wouldn't go back mm-hmm. to the city for nothing if I didn't have to. You know what I'm saying? I just, uh, it's just, I don't know. It's just, I don't think I go, I've gone back home and, you know, just the, I don't know. It's just, I've gotten used to it. I thought I never would, but I've been here 23 years. But I thought I never mm-hmm. would get used to this, but now I wouldn't want to go back to a, a major city to live. I just, you know, I'm comfortable and feeling, I don't know. But, you know, big, horrible things have been happening around small towns as well. So we know that. Right. But um, it's just, I think this it, it, it it's progressed, and it's been progressive for the better lately because when I first got here, it was, like, not progressive, and it was, like, going back 50 years. But now with an influx of people coming into places like this that are trying to get away from the city, they've brought in and it's opened up, you know, and changed mindsets about things. I really literally yeah. just thought I was just going to die, die. I couldn't stand it here. I just, I mean, I thought this has got to be horrible for me to live my rest of my life here to think that I could. But now I wouldn't want to ever go back to, like, living in the city. Yeah, I don't live in the city per se. Like, I don't live, I'm like an hour from L.A., but I don't live, like, I right. live, where I live is slower. <laughs> it's just like, it's not this city. I, I wouldn't good. live in L.A. It's too fast for me. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> and I live an yeah, hour no, and a I half. Wouldn't. Yeah, I live an hour and a half from a city, but it is nothing compared to L.A. I live an hour and a half from Savannah, yeah. and it, Savannah is small, I mean, compared to what you all experience. It's a small city. It's small. There's a lot of crime over there. <laughs> it is a lot of crime, but it's small. And I live actually about an hour or so away from an actual mall. So oh. I there, and I thought I literally was going to just pass out because I lived in Orlando. I lived three minutes. Oh, let's see. Well, no, about five minutes from the mall. Our actual mall, and then I moved a place where I have and my kids thought they was like we can't do this, we don't want to spend an hour and a half to go over to Savannah to a mall. So, I mean, after you know a year of doing that, we just decided <laughs> we'll just stay over here and do whatever stopping we need to do. 
I don't want to, you know, unless you're going to plan some kind of trip and we're out of town, I'm not going to drive over there so you can go to Chuck E. Cheese or an hour and a half just to go to a skating rink or, you know, it just I just had to get used to my change of life. I mean, there was really no act. The activities in this town and in this area for people in these small towns outside of, like, that small city are sports. I mean, mm-hmm. you get your kids mm-hmm. enrolled in basketball, soccer, everything, and every season has a sport, and you need to sign your kid up for every season. That, <laughs> and so that's what we did. Mm-hmm. Their whole life began, be, began to just revolve around the sports that they played in that season. And let's tell you, these people were like, you know, they were out to do that ball game just like it was a major event for everything because there's nothing else mm-hmm. to do. Yeah, I was like, get the community involved, so that's cool. Yeah, I mean, you didn't have a choice. I mean, that there was no activities to go to an amusement park. You know, I grew up with Disney. They grew up, you know, while we were there with Disney. I mean, it was nothing to go because we had friends and family who worked there so we could go regularly. And, um, you know, that, you know, Disney was like 30 for me, and, you know, then you had all these other activities. Within five minutes, I could have them someplace doing whatever. But, no, now it was an hour and a half. <laughs> and you play be, sports. Would, yeah, that was a change. Yeah, that would be a change. It was a major change. But I like yeah, but it I would never I like it now. Yeah, I would I would never live in L.A. In LA. I, I go to L.A. to the airport. That's it, and I don't like doing that. Yeah, mm-mm. I would think that. Would, I can't even imagine. <laughs> I can't even yeah, imagine. No. I mean, I, I just really can't. But anyway, it's too, God, it just shows you. Yeah, it just shows you that God will allow us or let. You know, when we ask Him to help us, you know, I adapted to this place that mm-hmm. I guess we have come to an an understanding. This is where He wants me to be. Season right. of my life. You know, and it took a long time, and I fought it. I mean, I fought it. But now I believe it's what he had for me, and I fought it. And maybe it would have gone a little bit differently and a little smoother for me had I not fought it for so many years. Mm. But now, you know, I'm resting, and I guess sometimes you think about what God has for us, and he knows what's best for us. And the reason... Sometimes we're not experiencing what God experiencing what God wants for us is because we're fighting Him. Mm. You know, we're yeah, fighting true. Him in what He knows what's best. We don't want to go there, God. I don't want to do this, God. So you know, I know. God, yeah. Well, that's what my you know him. my dad always my dad always said. Well, you know, there's always he has land and property in Alabama, so it's like. Alabama, you know, you need some place to stay, you can come to Alabama. So so I always keep that in mind. Well, you know, all those films, well, that's, we know there's home. I've never really people, been to you know. Alabama. <laughs> I mean, my son went to college about 30 miles outside of the of the line, uh, the state line of Georgia and Alabama. That, and we crossed mm-hmm. over there, and, and they were at college, and so he was 30 miles from the Alabama line, but right over the Alabama line was a Walmart. So they had to go to Alabama to actually oh, to go, go to Walmart. Walmart. <laughs> and that was the closest I've gotten, and I think it's Tus- Tuscaloosa, Alabama. 
Oh, and, that's, um, that's where Dallas Oh, is that where it, that's what? Exactly, Yeah, Tuscaloosa. Yeah, so that's we went there. Okay, so, oh, okay, well, there's a college. I guess it's still there. I can't even remember the name of the college. It's a small college. My son thought he was going to die. He had to get out of there. It's in Colbert, Georgia. And right across the Tus- Tuscaloosa Bridge um, is this college, about, you know, oh, wow. 30 miles. Mm-hmm. And so we, that's when I went to Alabama, I went over to Tuscaloosa to the Walmart. <laughs> yep, that's where Tuscaloosa. And that's close, yeah, wow. that's close to the Georgia line. It actually, I don't think it's too far from Albany, Georgia. I think Albany's up in there. Yeah. And yeah, America's Georgia sure. is up in there. And Plains, Georgia is near Tuscaloosa because that's where uh, Jimmy Carter, um, that's where he lives. America. Oh, okay. And that's yeah. not far. Yeah, but that's yeah, Tuscaloosa. That's where my, my dad and my sister is okay. at. Oh, yeah. Okay, and I don't really remember how large Tuscaloosa is, but I just know that's where that bridge was that we crossed it's over. It's not very, very it's not large. Very oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Right. I know they're just real known uh, for football where Bear Bryant used to coach. Oh, I know that. okay, okay, okay. All right, well, y'all. Football. <laughs> yeah, Bear Bryant. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I know his name, and I knew it was football, but I didn't know. So you're saying that's where he was from? Well, that's like um, the football. I think it's Crimson Tide, right? Well, yeah, Crimson oh, Tide. Crimson. See, I didn't even know Crimson. I didn't yeah, even associate it with that. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's I never even associated with that with the pounds. Okay, yeah, the Crimson. Okay, right. I never even associated it with that. Wow, it just shows you how out of it I am. <laughs> <laughs> I happened to oh, live boy. there that year when he passed away, so that's how I I know. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. It was a well, big I mean, thing, yeah, yeah, because I mean, every yeah, you're right. Yep, yep. All right. Well, Regina, I believe that, you know, God's got some great things in store and he's going to yeah. do some stuff. Just just hold on. Don't worry about the rope it. and the stuff looking frayed and not repairable mm-hmm. because God's able to do anything. Yeah, I know he is. I know he is. He's done it before. Yes, he's done it before. There you oh. go. He's done it before. He can yeah. definitely do it again. All right, my Thank dear. You. I'm so glad we talked, and um, hopefully I'll be able to talk to you again soon. Okay. Thank you. God bless you. All right. God bless. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you later. All right. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. All right. Night. I've gotten confused as who was on what. All right. That was Regina. Okay. One, one, one. I think I got you, didn't I? Hello? One, one, one. Well, I don't know. Try it again. I think let me refresh because I don't know what's going on here. All right, let's try this. One one one, are you there? One 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 one. 
No, maybe not. <laughs> they're there, but they're not there. I'll give you a minute or two. I just want to thank everybody for coming on tonight, and uh, it's been a blessing. And we're just going to look for God to do some amazing things. I think maybe I do need to get to bed and get some sleep since I didn't sleep. Um, I didn't go to bed last night until, well, 3 after 3. I didn't go to sleep until after 4, almost 5 o'clock. And I was up early and back to um, didn't really get any rest. So maybe God's saying, okay, it's time to get some rest. Let me try 111 one more time. 111, are you there? They may have fallen asleep. Well, God, we just thank you that whatever it is that 11111 this person needs, we just ask, Lord, that you visit them and speak to them and touch them and enlighten them and direct them and guide them into your truth. We know you're that kind of God. You're a God of truth and you're a God of order and you're a God who places things and puts things in order. So we ask that whatever this person is in need of, that it is ordered by God and placed and put in order for the glory of God. We just give you praise and honor because we know that you're God. Well, I want to thank you all for coming in tonight and being a part of what God is doing with Prophetic Grace Network. And... um, we want to keep Prophet Randy and his wife, Julie, in prayer. Those who come on and host, that God will continue to speak and, and enlighten and uh, direct for this particular ministry to go forth into all areas of the earth for the glory of God. I want to thank you again and uh, for coming out and being a part tonight. And this is Angela Joy from South East Georgia saying good night and God bless. Thank you for being a part of what God is doing with PGN. Good night.